0: Ladies and gents, welcome to another Aid Thompson and Other Disappointments. Your twice, sometimes thrice weekly delve into all things politics, news, and dystopia. I'm your host, Aid Thompson. And uh, before we get started, you can see me live in what, like three and a half weeks? It's quite exciting. Um, that's at the book club in Shoreditch in London. You can grab tickets to that or indeed to the Riot Society thing that I'm doing with Super Tansky and Danny fucking Price. You can do that uh, via the link in the description below. Right, guys, let's let's get straight into this, shall we? Uh, the concrete gate thing is obviously the major political news story at the moment. It's, it's huge. Um... And I, I don't know how much you know about it, but like I've I've already done two punk politics videos about it on, uh, on YouTube. Uh, so if you want to hear me ranting and roasting about concrete and about schools and government ineptitude, maybe go and have a quick look at that. I'll pop a link to that in the description as well. But um, also Trump. Trump is in the news again. Uh, maybe we'll get onto that in a minute. I feel like I talk about Trump quite a bit at the moment. I, I want to delve into something else, if you'll just indulge me for but a moment, um, because I was scanning down Sky News on my lunch break today. And, uh, you know, it was a heat wave and how 30 degree heat is going to kill X number of old people. And uh, and then then we get to the reclassification of nitrous oxide as a, as a class C drug now, which, I mean, that is utterly fucking ridiculous, obviously isn't it i will just say on that that it is utterly fucking laughable that you would re categorize nitrous oxide you know this is a a gas you inhale makes you feel a little bit floaty you know we all know what it is we all know that it's been used in dental surgeries and neonatal wards and and like a stop It's not morphine, you know? It's not some hard industrial painkiller that we're talking about that gets you, you know, hooked on it and sucking off dealers for your next fix. It's not even in the same realm as that. It's a stupid, airy little thing that makes you feel a bit floaty for about 40 seconds. Like that. (laughs) That's it. And then it immediately wears off. You can have two of them and then wait a minute and then drive. You'd be fine. I mean, don't test me. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not inciting that. I'm not saying definitely go and do that. I'm just saying to give you a gauge, to give you context of how serious this isn't. Nitrous oxide is very, very low down the list. You know, like the idea that you should need that to be a prohibited contraband seems utterly ludicrous to me. But, uh, well, fuck it. You know, let's let's take a little look, shall we, at the government's line on this they're banning nitrous oxide it will now be a class c drug what have we got here we've got sky news it says um yeah nitrous oxide to be categorized as a class c drug well okay great and then there's some stuff here about you know how there was a sky news investigation about it and um uh nitrous oxide will be outlawed by the end of the year and categorized as a class C drug the government says the categorization of the substance commonly referred to as laughing gas pretty pretty scary sounding stuff there uh means users could face 2 years in prison and sellers up to 14 years oh my goodness 2 years in prison It says uh, nitrous oxide is the second most commonly used drug among 16 to 24-year-olds in England after cannabis. The second most commonly used drug. Yeah, because it's fucking miserable now in England. It's no coincidence that over the two decades that things have got unparalleled shit for young people. It's the same two decades. And they're like, yeah, could you give me some more nitrous oxide, please? I'm really i really use a little cheer-up, a little pick-me-up over here. No, I don't know why these kids need cheering up all the time. Figure it out, please. And it goes on. It says, uh, levelling up, Secretary Michael Gove, announced in March that the gas would be banned under government plans to clamp down on anti-social behaviour. <laughs> Fucking... How... How ridiculous. We're so through the looking glass of what could be construed as parody, aren't we? Anti-social behavior. What is anti-social about laughing gas, you fucking morons? Like, laughing and smiling. (laughs) Like, I honestly think conservatives are so irredeemably sociopathic. That they see happiness and laughter as antisocial. <laughs> you know, like it like it bothers them. You know? And secondly, how the fuck are you gonna get Michael Gove out giving quotes about this? Michael Gove. Party time gove himself talking about what is or is not antisocial behaviour and what requires banning. And like we've all seen the footage of him having a rave at 2 a.m. Up in Glasgow that time, haven't we? We've all seen the interview where he was on some Chuckle Brothers shit. <laughs> you know, like calm down, calm down. He was. Like, Do you remember that? The man has admitted, on record, to doing cocaine on several occasions. Michael Gove is a fucking punchline for satirical jokes about parliamentary coke snorting. How, how are you seriously going to put his name out and wheel him out onto the breakfast sofas and quote him in news articles? Like, well, uh, if if Michael Gove says it's a dangerous substance and I shouldn't ingest it, well, well, there's a guy who knows what he's talking about. And, 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 and boy, does he talk. He's he's still going over there in the kitchen. Talking about a screenplay that he's writing. I was like, wait, do you want another line, Mickey? Do you no, you're okay? All right, cool. Fucking Michael Gove, man. But of course, he's not the only one that's uh, quoted in this article. This very, very serious article about laughing gas. Nitrous oxide being banned in the UK it will now be a prohibited class C. Substance slash contraband. Oh my goodness! Also quoted in the article, we have one half of the two sues, not Sunak. He's busy, uh, scoping out school building donors with no prior experience of building schools. No, we have the other Sue, the other one of the two sues. We've got Suella Braverman here, and it says, um. It says, in a statement, Home Secretary Sue Willa braverman said, the British people are fed up with yobs, abusing drugs in public spaces, and leaving behind a disgraceful mess for others to clean up. Well, yeah. Yes, okay, fine. But that's why we have litter laws, Sue. You dappy bint. We have litter laws in place. Like, if I chuck a can of Coke on the grass in Hyde Park... I could be fined hundred and fifty pounds. Did you know that it's about to go up to five hundred? Did you know that, Braverman? You fucking should do. It's your cabinet doing it. If I throw a mattress out in some woodland, you know, just throw it over there, I could be fined. I think it's four fifty at the moment. That's about to go up to a grand, a thousand pounds. Does any of this sound familiar, Sue? I mean, you know, if if we're outlawing nitrous oxide because yobs are leaving behind a disgraceful mess for others to clean up, if it's to do with the mess, if it's to do with the mess that yobs are leaving behind, you'll be pleased to know you don't need to reclassify it. It's already illegal to drop shit. Yeah. I bet you feel silly, Sue. I'm not even fucking about it. Like, if I throw a mattress in woodland, I can get fined. If I dump a load of sewage in the river, I actually don't. No, wait, 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 that's, I, I think that's okay. That's, you can do that, can't you? You can, that's still legal, I think, guys. You might want to look into that one, Sue. That one is a bit of a problem. Take a look. Get back to me anyway it goes on uh it says uh it says earlier this year the prime minister and i promised a zero tolerance approach to anti-social behavior and that is what we are delivering if you are caught using laughing gas as a drug you could be hit with a hefty fine or face jail time like imagine that shit imagine going to jail For laughing gas. (laughs) You would be. Fuck the laughing gas. You would be laughed out of D-Wing. Or whatever. You know, imagine sitting there. In your rehabilitation sessions. You know, you're sat there with other felons or convicts or whatever, you know. There's this guy over here. he's He's like, yeah, yeah, I was, um. I was convicted of racially aggravated assault and uh, my, my victim actually lost sight in one eye and it was my third time. So I'm here for five years. Then the consultant would be like, well, that is, that's frightening, David, but it's it's good that you're talking about it. And then they would pass like the cushion onto the next one, the next prisoner. They'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm here on a seven stretch for trying to murder my wife. I was stupid. I was jealous and angry and drinking whiskey for three days straight. I, I regret it. And I'm trying to work on my issues. And then the gentle voice like counsellor again would be like, again, yeah, no, that's that's concerning behaviour, Paul. That is, you know, just, just like David here. But you're in a trust circle here and, you know, just thank you for being open with us is what we all have to say to Paul here, isn't it? And then and then you're sat there. It's your turn now. They pass the cushion over to you. It's your turn to speak. And you've got butterflies in your tummy. You, you don't know what to say, but you, you give it a go. You, you go, <clears throat> Yeah, I I got caught doing laughing gas. And the whole room would be like, are you fucking joking? Is that it? You, you did a couple of nos canisters. And giggled a bit. Is that, is that your crime? You know they would be like, you'd be like, yeah. I, I mean, I was just um, I was just fucking around with some friends in uh in the park, and uh, I did three, and I, I thought we were all alone. Like there was a guy over in the, like other part of the park, but it, it turned out that that guy who was spraying racist graffiti, he was actually an undercover Met officer. Oh, just just fuck off with your fucking. PG-rated Disney crime. Like, why the fuck are you in here? Why? You'd be like, well, I I have to be rehabil- rehabilitated. You know, that's, that's why I'm it. For, for what? For, for feeling happy for 40 seconds? Well, you, yeah, I guess so. Well, okay. How, how do you feel now? Happy? No, not especially. No. Well, there you go, then. You're cured. Now fuck off. Like, wouldn't you be... <laughs> Wouldn't you be like, you know, there are real people here with real problems, trying to open up and work on their issues, and you're fucking around like, you know, Alan Partridge with his Toblerone addiction, meet like in a circle of heroin addicts, like, oh yeah, a little bit uh, addicted to chocolate. Like, are you fucking joking? We got real problems here. Uh, Yeah, they are criminalizing. Laughing gas. I remember reading a while ago. Uh, Sunak. Was sort of geeing up the masses, I guess, for this. He was fluffing the curtain twitches. <laughs> Is a probably a better way of saying it. Ahead of the latest anger wank he's delivering. Uh, anyway, Sunak. He was saying he was saying this was a gateway drug. That nitrous oxide is a gateway drug like does anyone actually believe that does anyone really be- is there any science to back up that i would love to see even anecdotal evidence that suggests anyone <laughs> has ever gone like sucked in the nitrous oxide giggled a bit and then gone have you got any crack though <laughs> you know like there's nobody that makes the leap from nitrous oxide to anything serious. There's just fucking not. So can we put that straight back in the box and move the fuck on? We are looking at making it a Class C prohibited substance because we, we, we actually think that it, it, well, it's a gateway drug. It, it's a ludicrous suggestion as a means to why you want to criminalise something because it's like, you know, there is an argument. I just want to be you know clear and objective here as best i can be there is an argument that kids who use uh say you know super skunk if that's still a thing or speed or something that they do go on to try other drugs but where do you think they're getting those drugs it's not from the local pharmacy is it it's not they're not toddling into boots I go like, yeah, you got any Coke? Can I have a couple of grams of Coke? No. So if the concern is that using nitrous oxide or speed or whatever is going to serve as the opening chapter in a story about heavy narcotic use and dark addictions, like the worst thing you can do is criminalise. Because then when they go to a dealer to get their illegally sourced canisters or whatever... And maybe the dealer's all out of them, because it's, you know, second most popular fucking thing for young people, because young people are so fucking depressed. But maybe the dealer's all out, sold out of all of that stuff. Then the dealer is gonna be like, I've got no NOS, I've got no nitrous oxide, but I mean I've I've got this other shit. If you want it, and maybe a small percentage of those kids are gonna say yes! That is the gateway. By criminalising it, it's a, it's a gateway to more extreme drugs and, and anti-social behaviour, and, and, and drugs ruin lives. Well, they don't seem to have held Michael Gove back, do they? <laughs> Fucking cabinet roll, ministerial car, grace and favour home, articles constantly on the TV. Rack me up a line of Michael Gove, please. I would like to feel successful. So yeah, nitrous oxide is going to be criminalised. What else is in the news at the moment, guys? I did mention that I would get onto some Trump developments. He's one of my favourite subjects to talk about at the moment, because I honestly feel like in the same way that the OJ Simpson trial was like the biggest fucking story ever. Every day, testimony. Every day, witnesses, new developments, jurors. The prosecutor, the defense, Johnny Cochran. Every fucking day, there was another thing exploding out of it. And this Trump trial, these Trump trials, plural, have all of the ingredients to be absolutely the same, if not bigger. It's such a huge story. And so what is going on with Donald Trump? So in Trump news, I just saw earlier... Uh, this evening, that the Supreme Court in the US is going to decide pretty soon whether Donald Trump is legally able to run for the presidency again. Like, that is a big fucking thing. That is a huge deal. The Supreme Court are going to decide whether he can or cannot even enter the race to become the next president and i've talked a lot about how nutty america has become yeah i mean it's always been pretty crazy but like i've talked a lot recently you know like the likelihood that they'll slide into you know terror cells and assassinations soon and and i honestly think that's where it like well i was about to say i honestly think that's where it's headed. But just please, whilst we're on this, please remember that I said that, (laughs) that I predicted that, because honestly, this podcast and YouTube game is hard, man. Like, so I'm going to say it now. Like, it's what, where are we now? Like the 5th of September, 20 past 8 in the evening. And I've been saying it since at least March or April. So, you know, I actually think I've been saying it longer even than that, but I'll take spring, March or April. And I, I predict it now. And I have been predicting it for the last weeks and months. But if it happens that there is terror cells, that there is political violence, huge division, and people get killed, I mean, obviously it will be bad for however many die in the great redneck revolution of 2024, you know, who pack vans with explosives and murder-suicide through an FBI building, like they're fucking, you know, Sunni and Shiites in a market stall in Baghdad or some shit. Like, obviously that would be sad. But I think we can all agree that a small silver lining might be that the prediction of such atrocities, such political violence, which is definitely going to happen, by the way, the silver lining is that it might just... Push my content over the edge and I might fuck around and become half successful. I might become Michael Gove successful with that sort of prediction. I mean, why does it have to be a 100% sad story if, if there's American political unrest? Anyway, so Trump is obviously hoping to be the Republican candidate and he's miles in the lead. Right now, his closest uh, rival remains Ron DeSantis. And the gap between them is twice that enjoyed by Labour at the moment. So all that talk of Labour basically having the next general election here in the palm of their hand. Double that. And you've got the stern, strong and hugely ignorant support that Donald Trump currently enjoys. Make of that what you will. And so there's this idea, this legal entanglement amongst his many other legal entanglements, that Trump is actually legally barred from running for president again because he's allegedly incited an insurrection. And apparently there's something in the 14th or something amendment that says specifically, like if you launch an attack or an insurrection, that maybe <laughs> you don't get to try and be president again. Now, like they're smart guys. These amenders, these forefathers or whoever the fuck wrote it. all well, I don't know. I'm not a political researcher. Well, certainly not a well-funded one. I guess the idea is like if you're the kind of guy that launches authoritarian assaults on this, you know, free land utopia that we call America. Well, then who knows what kind of crazy shit you might get up to if you actually found your way into the Oval Office. That is the idea of this 14th Amendment shit. And so here is this case and it's now at the Supreme Court level and they are going to rule on that. In fact, I actually have the exact wording of it. Here, guys, see see what you make of it. It says, uh, the measure bars someone from holding federal office if they have, quote, previously taken an oath to support the Constitution and subsequently engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, right? let <laughs> just take that in for a minute. The measure bars someone from holding office if they have previously taken an oath if they've promised to support the constitution and then afterwards engaged in insurrection <laughs> against the united states like that's where the problem is if you've promised if you pinky promised and then you went on to do the bad thing well you know it's it's not so much about the bad thing it's the fact that you lied <laughs> that's, that's the real like i think it's great i think it's amazing I think it's, you know, it's cool that you're only disqualified from office in the United States if you've previously taken an oath like that, you know? Like, if you didn't swear the oath, and then you went on to try insurrecting, <laughs> left six people dead, idiots taken over Congress, threatening to hang Mike Pence in the street. If you didn't swear the oath, though, then you're fine. ha! <laughs> then you can run for president. And if anyone asks you about it, you could just say, well, I mean, I, I never said I wouldn't. <laughs> I never said I wasn't going to insurrect this free and fair land. That I don't remember ever promising that. So that's great. That's wonderful. Go America. Now, slightly further down this, it says, uh, it says, other scholars have been more sceptical of a disqualification claim questioning whether Trump's conduct actually amounted to insurrection. Uh, I'm sorry, what? What are you saying? It sounds like words, but you're making absolutely zero sense. Other scholars have been more sceptical of a disqualification claim questioning whether Trump's conduct actually amounted to insurrection. Like, I love the ambiguity. I I love the playing dumb. I really do. The guy's out there giving a speech to his fans, you know, on January the 6th like you don't concede. We will never concede. You got to fight like hell while his armies of lunatics are climbing the walls and taking selfies in pelosi's office and he's like yeah keep going keep going you gotta fight like hell and there's legit people out there going i mean i don't know if that amounts to an insurrection though (laughs) like i don't know if technically that you know it's just baffling isn't it i don't know if technically that's fully and it's, it's the sort of person. It's the sort of person that cheats on his wife, and then goes. But it's um, it's not cheating really, though, is it? Like if you're the sort of person who says it's not cheating really, though, it, then you cheated. You did. Just fucking say it that you did. Like don't don't try and wriggle out of it on a technicality because i'll tell you what you do by doing that right when you say yeah but it's not cheating though really it's like now everyone's thinking okay he's a cheater and he's the sort of person that tries to wriggle out and gaslight and you know talk his way out of it it's like now you now you're you're doubling up it's not good you're multiplying your problems and shit personality by a factor of 100. <laughs> it's kind of like. Like in a sort of similar way. A slightly warped way. I guess. Isn't that similar? I don't know. I'll just say it anyway. I Like I have a similar motto. With my girlfriend. She is the mother. Of my children. And I love her. To the ends of the earth. Just like I do my kids. We're a nice little unit. I love my girlfriend. Who is the mother of my children. Now. I. Do most of the parenting. I just do. I do bath, bed, school runs, nursery. I make their lunches. I do them dinners. And I get fucked off with it, but it's fine. I just take it. Because the only thing worse than being knackered from 13 hours of looking after my children with piss all over me and feeling like I never get a day off is feeling all of that and... Having an arguing, angry girlfriend. Like, you know, when you try and make your case, you go like, look, I'm not really... Suddenly you're in an argument about it, about who does more and all that shit. And then it's like, oh, great. You know, now I'm fucking exhausted and I've got piss all over me and I've got an angry woman shouting at me. Amazing. Great job, mate. Like, don't double up, is, <laughs> is what I think I'm saying here. Just, you know, be who you are. And in this case who Donald Trump is, is an insurrector or something. Whatever that word is, that is, in my opinion, what he is. Uh, but other others disagree. They say other, other scholars have been more sceptical, questioning whether Trump's conduct actually amounted to an insurrection. Scholars, scholars have been more sceptical. Scholars of fucking what? Leisure management, fucking hairdressing. You know, just like lean my head back and get my hair washed before I get a trim or something like, you know what, though? You know what? I don't think it was an insurrection. I don't think it was an assault on democracy. Well, that's great, Tina. Thank you. But I, I think I like these trims better when you asked if I had any holidays booked. That was sufficient. This is getting weird now. Yeah, fucking America, man. Like, I don't envy any of the judges ruling on that. Like, imagine that shit. Having to decide whether someone as insane as Donald Trump gets to run for president again. You know, like the US Supreme Court. So high profile. Fuck that. They're like quasi fucked, by the way. But like, they cannot win. Whatever the verdict. And the stakes are so high. <laughs> so high. The political temperature is so high. Like if they ban Trump from running, they risk lighting that kindling, don't they? Like the MAGA nuts will go batshit. They really will. Like you saw how mad they got when he was running, but it just didn't kind of like go to plan, <laughs> you know? When it didn't just kind of go his way like how mad he went and how crazy all of his supporters went when he was just there going like, yeah, I I don't like how this election is turning out. You know, that was it. (laughs) Imagine how violently mad and terror they're going to get when he's completely prohibited from even entering the race. Like at the moment, he supposedly thinks the 2020 results were stolen or hooky or whatever. And it sent him certifiably insane, making indictable calls to Georgian governors and sharing memes where he's Jesus and shit. Like, he's insane. He's legitimately insane. And that was just when it didn't go to plan for it. Like, what is he going to be like when they rule against him? Like, it's not going to make him saner. <laughs> is it? I've never heard of a narcissistic sociopath who had someone destroy their goals and then they went, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's probably for the best. You know? <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard this before, like, but sociopaths escalate rather than, you know, wind down and dilute their aspirations, you know. So, yeah, Trump will probably escalate if they rule against him. But I should probably mention at this stage, there is a 6-3 balance of conservatives to liberals so six conservatives to three liberals in the u.s supreme court so it feels more probable that they'll kind of stick with him to me they have more in common with him politically ideologically and he's appointed three of them like himself out of those six he put three of them there so maybe there's some loyalty there maybe there's some political alignment so I think they'll stick with him. I think the verdict will go in his favour. But I mean, like, partly out of the fact that, you know, Trump's a conservative, so, you know, tribally, maybe they would warm to him. Maybe maybe they would rather that he runs and then they don't have a democratic uh, Democrat president out of it. Maybe there's, you know, there is that element to it. But also partly because maybe, you know, politically, and some would say compassionately, and hear me out on this, they might make the calculation that it's better to let him run and let the electorate decide rather than have their verdict become some sort of France Ferdinand moment, you know, and be be the catalyst for some sort of American civil war or domestic unrest, you know, so they, so they might just go, yeah, you know what, I can live with letting him run because the alternative might be that someone drives a fucking van, Into the DNC and detonates a shit ton of explosives and hundreds die. I don't want that on my conscience. You know, they might make that calculation. Or probably, you know, come to think of it. Probably more reasonably. I think they they might have looked at somebody like Judge Esther Salas. I don't know if you're familiar with her story, but fuck me. Here you had a federal judge who was overseeing a case against Deutsche Bank, International Investment Bank, and she was basically suing them. I should uh, wealth management as well. They also do wealth management. Um, But she was sort of representing or prosecuting on behalf of a load of people like against Deutsche Bank. She was suing them for not distancing themselves from high risk individuals. Like the idea was basically this. It was like. Why were you facilitating these individuals when you knew they were gross? You knew they were dodgy, but you allowed them to financially operate anyway. So you kind of facilitated their crime. So we're going to sue you. And through the process of discovery and all that, all of this shit is going to come out. And then this fake fancy dress delivery driver rocks up to her family home, rings the doorbell, and murders her son. Like, this is a true story. This happened about two years ago. Her 20-year-old son got shot the fuck up, dead. And the husband got seriously wounded. And and everyone's like, oh, well, you know, who is this guy? Who was he? Why did he shoot, turn up a thing? like, And, and he was, like, here's the weird thing, is the Deutsche Bank like case that she was representing, one of the people, one of the high-risk individuals that they shouldn't have been facilitating was Jeffrey Epstein. So he was named in this suit and so there was this idea you know it was like how is he connected to epstein this guy who hired him like the whole thing sounded like a hit didn't it you know guy turns up in a you know make-believe uniform with a rented truck that looks like fedex or something so everyone's like who is he like let's look into it who is and anyway it turns out oh wait no yeah he's he killed himself He's committed suicide, apparently. Well, how fucking convenient. (laughs) The guy who is ostensibly sending a message to this judge, like, hey, but the the fuck off. Like, don't do this. Deutsche, Epstein, all of the... You know, the guy that then sends... He's then found dead with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Like, this is like Jack Ruby and Lee Harvey Oswald all over again, he says, repositioning his tinfoil hat. I mean, like, I don't know if it was definitely a hit job. But the, you know, the official ruling was that this guy was an internet weirdo. Um, now, <laughs> I don't know, like, don't like, let me just put this out here right now. Like, I don't fucking judge the rest of us internet weirdos for what this bell did, okay? Like, don't don't let him tar ta- our good name. <laughs> we internet weirdos. We're a special community. Nay, minority. We're not all like that guy. Hashtag not all in- internet weirdos. <laughs> like, most of us are harmless. But yeah, that was the thing. Like, he, apparently he was a sort of, you know, anti-feminist, violent guy on the internet a lot. But yeah, I know, it just seemed to me like if you were an internet misogynist incel, sort of guy, which is what they were saying he was. I just don't think you would go to the trouble of murdering her son. You know, I think you'd stalk her, maybe, if you had some sort of issue with her. I think it's possible, maybe, if you're deranged enough, you might attack her, if you hate her and hate women enough. That, I mean, we all know, like, we've seen horrible stories like that come out every other week, so that feels like it could have happened. But I just don't think you would rent a delivery driver costume. You know, and a delivery driver man and then murder her kid. Like, it doesn't fit to me. And like, how did he find out where she lived? Like, isn't that protected information for a federal judge? I would have thought. It just feels like for an internet weirdo to attain that information feels unlikely. And then for him to break form and depart the in norms, you know, and, you know, instead rent a costume and rent this van and attack her relative and not her, that feels like another layer of unlikely. And then you have the Epstein and big bank high finance connection where I could totally see a hit job coming out of. Like, I don't know, like, is it just me? Or does that shit stink to high heaven? Anyway, what was was I talking about? Oh, right. Yes, Trump, the Supreme Court. So, yeah, if not out of fear for what might happen to the United States if they ban him, you know, with the civil unrest, the terror cells, I think they might find in Trump's favour for fear that they or their close relatives might be targeted. And look, that is not outrageous to think. I don't think when you consider that it was what like only a month ago was it that I was talking about Trump's lawyers and Newsmax like there was some sort of connection there wasn't like, I can't remember what episode of this or Punk Politics I talked about it on but like there was a, some sort of weird behaviour going on where Trump's lawyers they were the only people to have the Florida search warrant slips right from Mar-a-Lago where it had the FBI agents' names on it. And somehow these slips with their actual names on miraculously ended up broadcast on Newsmax or something like And these poor FBI agents got doxed the fuck out by MAGA nuts. There's death threats and so on. So the idea that judges wouldn't get the same, if not worse, treatment in a country where there's already been what, you know, I'm pretty convinced was a hit job on that other judge's son, like in a country where the personal names and addresses of FBI agents have been leaked and they get death threats, I could totally see the Supreme Court judges getting that sort of, you know, reaction too. So perhaps not unreasonably, they might find in his favour, kind of on that basis, like self-preservation. So we've had, you know, what will happen if they find against him kind of unrest, terror cells, maybe civil war. We know what will happen if they vote for him out of fear, you know, then he goes on into the election. And like then if they allow him to run and he loses, he's going to kick off maybe another insurrection. And if he wins, then that's probably the end of American democracy as we know it, people. (laughs) Christ, it's all so fucking depressing, isn't it? Maybe I'll just fuck off and do some nitrous oxide for a little bit. Guys, that's it. Uh, that's it for this one. i got to get inside, check on the kids. Uh, if you are enjoying the podcast, please do consider jumping on the Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash aid Thompson with an I-N. Uh, special shout outs to my Patreon backers now. Oh, my God tier. And my certified Aid Thompsoner tier. Uh, to Bowman, Kai, Christy, David Voice, Martin Maracas, Mojo Sabian, Peter Del Monte... Uh, Pingu, Silent, Stuart, T-Rex, Aaron, Alex, Jeff, uh, Ned, and Simon. Thank you so much, guys, for your continued support. I'm looking forward to meeting as many of you as I can at the gig on the 28th of September. That's at the Book Club in Shoreditch. Uh, If you can't get to that, I would strongly encourage you to grab yourself a ticket to the Riot Society show. That's me, Super Tansky, and Danny fucking Price. That's on uh, Friday, the 10th of November. Um, Until next time, I'm out this motherfucker. Take care of yourselves and keep it strictly hashtag booge and strictly hashtag binfluencer.